Hi, everyone. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know that if you enjoy the Dare Daniel podcast, if you like the work we're doing here, you can help us grow the show by making a donation through the Dare Daniel website. Your generous contributions will help offset the cost of producing the show and will also enable long-term projects. You can make a one-time payment or set up a monthly subscription. Any amount helps, and it's really greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot, and here's the show. everyone, you're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast. My name is Daniel Barnes. I'm the film critic for the Sacramento News Interview. My co-host, as always, it's comedian Corky McDonald. I love LA. Oh, man. I love it. Listen to those pipes. Yeah. On this fun-sized mini-episode, we're going to take a look at the movie we'll be reviewing next week and also at the theme month that we have coming up for October, which should be pretty fun. We're going to take a look back at our previous episode where we reviewed Exposed. We're going to answer our question of the week, what movie scene scares you the most? And we're going to read a few of your movie dares. First of all, Corky. Yes. The month of October is coming upon us. That is the scary time of year. A lot of people watch a lot of horror films around that time of the year. We decided the entire month, the entire month of October on the Dare Daniel podcast, all 31 days, we are doing a retheming. We're going to retheme it. And it's going to be called Scare Daniel. Right. And we are going to do five horror movies in a row. Five despised, maligned, maybe even underrated horror movies. Yeah. Possibly overrated. Could be. If you heard the theme at the top of this show, that's the Scare Daniel theme song. But yeah, we're going to do five horror movies during the whole month of October. That should be really fun. And the first one we're going to do is from the 1980s. It's a 1980s horror movie. Probably not a lot of people know about it because it wasn't actually ever released I'd in never heard U.S. Of it. theaters. It's called Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex. Is it a sex move? Is it a movie? <laughs> is, it That's a right. des- is it a dessert topping? Is it a floor wax? I like to think it's all of the above. <laughs> Let's listen to a trailer for Rawhead Rex. What I saw wasn't human. Oh my God! He was very tall. What's more, it saw me. This thing. So that was Rawhead Rex. It's available to rent on all of your usual VOD services, your Voodoo, your Schmoodoo, your iTunes, your Schmitunes, your Google Play, your Schmoogle Schmay. Yeah. All your top services. I like that you've also uh, licensed those brands. I have. Yeah. You want them? You (laughs) You, come to me. You schma on everything that's already out there. (laughs) That's what I did. My my network is Schmenbc. (laughs) You want it, Schmoogle? (laughs) 
You come get me. Schmetflix? Let's Schmetflix and Schmill. <laughs> so that is Rawhead Rex. And it's the first of five horror movies we're going to be reviewing during the month of October. So that should be a really fun thing. So tune in for the Scare Daniel overlay yeah. to the normal Dare Daniel attraction. Now let's take a look back at the movie we reviewed previously. I don't want to. I know. I don't either because I don't really re- – it's like it's my brain has been zapped of this movie. It's just so awful. It's called Exposed. 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 If anything was ex- exposed, it was a lack of talent amongst the filmmakers. Am I right? Boy! That's the best I've got. That's what this movie does to me. What if you came out with a movie called Schmexposed? Schmexposed. Starring <laughs> <laughs> Shmianu Reeves. Corky, do you have anything to add to our Ooh. very confused discussion about this confusing movie? I really think that there was a movie in there on the written page that they fucked up royally. Yeah. I do. Because I think I think the bare bones of that movie could have been a good little independent small movie of a slice of life. That's a, that's a horror movie, a little slight horror movie. Yeah. But they fucked it up royally. Yeah, the the intentions were probably good, yeah. but I mean, who cares about intentions? We want results, baby. Yes. That's the name of the game in Hollywood. Deliver, kids. That's what you got to do. You put the butts in the seats so you get out of town, kid. Uh, yeah, and this movie was just just awful. And I think we talked about it a little on the show, but it did have a troubled production. It was recut by the studio and apparently Keanu Reeves. Role. I don't know if it was beefed up or if just the Anna de Armas role was beefed down. Yeah. But anyway, they were given more like equal billing where I suppose she was a star before. And I guess you could make the case because who knows? I don't have I haven't seen the print of the film that the original cut is great. The makers of the film want to argue, but holy crap, it's hard to believe. Play it while we play our podcast. Turn Ooh. the sound down on the movie. Play mm. it while you play our podcast. Well, everything will align up, right? It will. It's it's synced. Somehow, it's synced somehow perfectly well. It'll work. You have to play it at 1.4 speed, though. You got to play it at that like, <laughs> fast speed where you can still hear the dialogue. Then you have to ask yourself, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> really question your choices at that point. And, you know, that can be a positive thing, too. You're right. <laughs> we just want to help you. Let us help you, please. Please let us help you. You yeah. need it. <laughs> so, Quirky. Yeah. Uh, Exposed was not exactly a horror film. I mean, it was sort of a supernatural yeah. thriller cop movie pile of poop. Yeah. Rawhead Rex, definitely a horror movie. We're going into some horror movies. So I think the questions of the week over the next month are really going to focus more on horror movies and our favorite films, our favorite characters. But I thought for this first question of the week, right before we really jump into the Scare Daniel month, sure, let's talk about what scares us. Like, what scares us in the first place? So the question of the week what movie scene scares you the most? And I think we're specifically talking horror movies. Horror here, but movies, yeah. You can kind of expand it a little bit if you want. But Quirky, you're in the dark. You're looking at the screen. What has you hiding under the covers? All right. So the past couple there mini episodes, yes. I've made a selection sure. that you have taken ownership of and said, that was my choice. That was mine. Because you're I, a thief. I said it first. <laughs> you're we just had the same choice. <laughs> To avoid this, I know you will not have mine. All right. Okay. Well, I, I chose like five or six just just, just to, to back up. really cover my ass. <laughs> I've got a lot of notes here. That's interesting because I chose five or six as well, and I'm going to go through all of them right now. No. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I chose one. It's not a scene that's supposed to be set up as the scary moment in a movie. Mm. It's not the denouement of a horror movie. It was, a, mo- it was a, a scene where I was in the theater watching a horror movie, and I was like, holy fucking shit, that would scare 
that would creep me the fuck out. If you were on screen in If the I film. was the character, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's in Scream, and it's not any of the killing scenes. It's hmm. a scene when Nev Campbell opens the front door and sees, I believe it's, I want to say Ryan Phillippe, but he's not in that movie. It's hmm. Matthew Lillard and Jamie Kennedy both running to her at the same time, and they're both pointing at each other. He's the killer. He fucking, he's the killer. He's the killer. And she is like frozen in terror. What do I do? Right. What do I do? Two of my friends. Yes. Two of the people I know the best in the world are both running one's at me injured, saying the other one's the killer. Or I think they're both injured by this point, and they're blaming it on each other. Knows one of them is, and she just shuts the door yeah. on both of them. And I thought in that moment, that would have fucking riddled me with panic. I might have just let them both in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it's not a moment that's set up it's a smallish moment in the movie sure but that part instilled the crazy like holy fuck fear in me yeah because it put you in her shoes sort of yeah. right? like you kind of see it a little bit from her point of view as they're running and it's shot you. from inside Wes craven does a great job on that where it's like i'm opening to terror that's happening uh-huh. outside coming directly at me yeah and that it has that sort of strange logic of a, a nightmare which is what because you don't have all of the information yes. you just have something coming at you you don't know what to do you're disoriented as the viewer you don't have all the information either so she has to make the decision exactly yeah one of my i would say probably my favorite horror movie it's not the uh, scene i chose from the film but my favorite horror movie is texas chainsaw massacre yeah which is not really that bloody of a movie given its reputation it has chainsaw in the title mm. Mm. um but the entire like last third of the movie just has this insane like nightmare kind of energy where you're just being chased by something that is just behind you and it seems like it's just about to get you but uh. is always just out of reach and you turn a corner and it's still just out of reach and it's just out of reach it's still right there yeah and it's just so i don't know if scary is the right word but it's just very disturbing and very terrifying and usually that's kind of the stuff that more works for me than the jump the scare and gore. type of stuff yeah, yeah. One of my scenes that I that I picked, one of the uh, half a dozen or something, <laughs> I only have a couple of here. But one scene I thought of that's not really a, a horror movie, so I didn't pick it for this one, is, uh, have you seen Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson? I have not. There's a scene on the beach in that movie that is so upsetting, and it's so disturbing, and it's so, it's not terrifying exactly. It's nothing jumps out at you and makes a loud noise or anything, but what's happening in the scene is just so upsetting and so disturbing, and how it's shot, and how it's perceived, and how you're perceiving it, and how the characters are perceiving it is just so so icky and makes your skin crawl. But Interesting. That's not the scene that I chose. I chose, I actually, okay, so I have two here, but I'm just going to stick with one. Good. Runner-up, I will say, Toy Clown and Poltergeist. I mean, clowns. Uh, yeah, yeah, clowns, you know, I mean, I don't know why. I don't get that. It, it's I not do just not like looking at the clowns. To me, I feel it's like, what is the mentality of somebody who They're is, just grown people in makeup <laughs> to hang out with children. That's not scary. I don't, I don't get it. Freaky shit all over them. It's nightmarish. Anyway, but I went with a film from the 70s. And I don't know if exactly you can call this a horror film, although I think this counts. And if you have not seen this movie, I would fast forward about 90 seconds because I'm about to reveal the ending of a movie called Don't Look Now. Uh, you brought this movie up quite a few times. Have you seen Don't Look Now? No. Well, I would, I'll, okay, well, I'll try to dance around it a little bit. For I don't you. care. You don't care? No, I don't care. You don't care about cinema, Quirky? <laughs> That's what you want to project? Knowing the ending of a movie doesn't spoil the movie for me. Sure. Okay. Well, I will just say that uh, the film stars Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie. And Okay, the, stop talking. Yeah, right. Too much. <laughs> that was hey, Donald Sutherland, uh, if that was enough. Uh, but Donald Sutherland and Julie, Julie Christie, they play grieving parents who are in, I believe, Venice. 
and uh, disturbing things start happening. Uh, these women say that they're able to talk to their dead daughter. Their daughter has died, and they're in Venice kind of grieving about this thing. I've seen the sex scene from this movie. Yeah, the very famous sex scene. Yeah. But he's having visions of uh, this little person running around in a, <laughs> in a red uh, raincoat, which oh. is what his daughter was wearing when, he di- when okay. she died. So he's seeing her all over the place, and the reveal comes around that he's chasing her around the city, and thinking that it's his child and that something strange is happening there. And it turns around and it is this monstrous little dwarf uh. who stabs him and uh, murders him. And he realizes that he had been having visions of his own death the entire time. But wow. it's just this thing where, again, it's this dream logic where you just see the figure, you just see the coat, you just see that moving along. And then when you expect, like, here's the beautiful reunion with the daughter, and it's this nightmarish thing. And... It answers questions about, oh, why was he seeing this thing? But it, it leaves so many more questions. Mm. It's just so upsetting, and it makes your skin crawl. Who made that? That was Nicholas Rogue, ah. uh, 1973, I believe. Who else did Man Who Fell to Earth, yep. uh, Performance, and uh, a lot of other great films. So those were our picks for the scary scene. Did you have any runners up, Corky? No, really. No. I mean, there's a few from The Exorcist that really fucking made me jump. But honestly, the stuff in The Exorcist was the medical stuff that really ooged me out. Yeah. You know? Because that was so detached and clinical and and of its time in the 70s. I was just like, oh, they're put, putting these big needles in this poor little girl. Uh-huh. That was scarier to me than the devil than shit. Vomiting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The other one that I came close to picking was the Room 237 sequence from The Shining, uh, where the mm. woman emerges from the bathtub, and it turns out that she's a rotting corpse. Uh, unfortunately, Ready Player One just about fucking shit all they over took that, that fucking scene. Fuck you, Ready Player I One. I thought that was the sexiest scene in movie history. You're a garbage movie. Ready Player One. Shining, you're great. Anyway, so yeah, that's it. Our picks are the favorite um, for a scariest movie scene as we're heading into our Scary Daniel October. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter, and Quirky's going to be out there soliciting. I'll uh, be asking this question on social media. Asking questions about this and some of the other ones, so let us know what you think about that. Now let's go on and read a few of your movie dares. Thank you, everyone, who has been submitting these dares. DareDaniel.com. There's the Submit a Dare button. You can go right there and send us your dare, and we'll read it on the show. First dare of the day comes to us from Marco Cabote. What up, Marco Cabote? Marco Cabote wants us to watch a little film called Cutthroat Island. Oh, that's a tiny movie. Oh, it's pirates. It's little pirates. 1995. Corky, do you know Cutthroat Island? Are you familiar with Cutthroat Island? Yes, it's a bit. It's a bit. Well, I started talking like a pirate, so I don't know if I was just taking my cue from you. Yeah, that was a big budget flop that I've never seen. Yep. But I do remember that as being the Waterworld Ishtar. It was type movie. at the time. It was the biggest bomb. The biggest. Biggest. Waterworld cost more money, but it actually made some money. Yeah. This movie made no money at all. 1995, directed by Rennie Harlan, starring Rennie Harlan's then wife Gina Davis. Also stars Matthew Modine and Frank Langella. Here's the IMDb synopsis. A female pirate and her companion race against their rivals (laughs) to find a hidden island that contains a fabulous treasure. Why in the name of God did Marco Cabote dare us to watch this movie? He says, for more than a decade, it was the biggest bomb of all time. It has a notorious reputation and was hated by critics. Frank Langella and the soundtrack are rad. <laughs> You're saying Frank Langella's rad? I'm in, baby. Yeah. I'm in. I like the Langells. So thank you very much, Marco, for that review. That's a, I mean, that's a classic bomb of a movie. One, like I said, one of the biggest bombs in movie history. It doesn't really have like a legion of defenders. So this would be an interesting one to yeah, do. I've to see, like, does this movie positive. hold up? I mean, obviously, 
pirate movies got a lot bigger in the in the interim. Since thank you, Marco, for the dare, and thank you for the he he left me a nice little message about the show. Oh, thank you, Marco. Yeah, you sweetheart. Our next dare comes to us from Heather Williams. Hello, Heather Williams. Corky, are you familiar with Heather Williams? I do believe I know her. You know this one? That's my uh, fiance. That's your lady friend. Fiance, really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Am I announcing that on the show? I hope she listens to this and goes, really? Is that where is that, we're at now? Really? Okay. So, <laughs> Honey, is, this is how you find out. Is this how you're proposing? <laughs> That's awkward. Oh, but congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Heather, what does your future wife dare us to watch? She wants us to watch The Box. Mm. Do you know The Box? I'm making. I'm going to make a bad joke. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, I don't know the box. The box. Box from the year 2009. It was directed by Richard Kelly of Donnie Darko and Southland Tales fame. Stars Cameron Diaz, James Marsden, and Frank Langella again. What? We got two Langells? We're pushing Langells hard, baby. Uh, Why did Heather want us to watch the box? I should say I have seen the box. I saw it in the theater. Is it a horror movie? Not exactly. It's it's Richard Kelly, so there's uh, you know wormholes and alternate oh, universes yeah, okay. and stuff. So it gets a little sci-fi. Uh, Heather says, "Have you ever watched a movie and said what the fuck throughout the whole thing, <laughs> while simultaneously thinking it can't get weirder, but it does?" Several episodes of this podcast. <laughs> this is the cinematic classic for you. Bonus: Santa appears. <gasps> Santa. P.S. Corky, I won't watch this one with you. You're on your own. <laughs> that's what, that's the support you want from your your life mate. Uh, the IMDb synopsis says a small wooden box arrives on the doorstep of a married couple who know that opening it will grant them a million dollars and kill someone they don't know. Yeah, like I said, I saw this in the theaters. I didn't think it was terrible. I know it has a lot of people who really really hate this movie. It is really strange. It's it's actually based. Well, it's based on a Richard Matheson short story from the 70s that was then made into a Twilight Zone episode in the 80s. Ah, yeah. And this is adapted from that, although it doesn't really... uh, Other than the basic concept of the box, the button, the million dollars, and somebody... The basic kind of concept of that movie... Everything is is totally different. The point of it is different. The meaning is different. The treatment is different. And like I said, this one is very Richard Kelly because it has wormholes and it's very kind of uh, theatrical and it's a little over the top in a, in a Donnie Darko, yeah. Southland Tales kind of way. Although I don't remember hating it, but I'd be curious to watch it again. Well, if it's Richard Kelly, I would hate it. Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> So thank you, Heather, for the dare. And everybody, please keep uh, sending us your movie dares. To thank dare you, Daniel. sweetheart. I love um, you. We love reading these on the show. That's all we got for you. Yeah, that's it, this right? This week's episode of Scare Daniel. <laughs> Tune in next Tuesday for the scares of Rawhead Rex. I'm excited for this month, dude. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a really fun month. It, and this is what I like to do, because I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not a big horror movie fan. I don't consider, like, there's horror movies that I love. There's some really fantastic ones, but I would generally say I'm not a fan of the genre. But I do like to spend my October boning up and watching a few of the ones that I haven't seen, usually at the kind of higher end of the spectrum. Yeah. And now we get to fill in kind of the lower no, end No, I dress as a killer clown all October long. I go to work that way. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I see that, and it's it's horrifying sure. and awful, and I, I it's it's ruining the I've show. adapted the uh, business practice of taking Tober and putting it onto my name. At, so I go by Corktober <laughs> all October long. It's Corktober. Yeah, so come back and celebrate Corktober with celebrate us on Corktober. the Dare Daniels on Scare Daniel. <laughs> yes, I I'm going to murder Johnny at the end of this. Words have no meaning anymore. Let's just say that. Uh, but thank <laughs> you, everybody. Johnny raised his eyebrows. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> don't even think about murdering me, bro. <laughs> My house, you don't get to murder me.
<laughs> so that's all we got for you on this train wreck of a mini episode. I'm Daniel Barnes. Join us next Tuesday for Rawhead Wreck. Corky. Choo-choo. That's a train wreck. Noise. <laughs> they don't call me the uh, sound effects man for nothing. Michael Winslow, eat my lunch. What? <laughs> I'm just saying words now. <laughs> Michael Winslow, eat my lunch. I'm telling you, Corktober scare Daniel. We're kicking off Corktober. Words don't mean shit. We're just saying shit. <laughs> okay, I think that's We're done. I love you. Did the show end five minutes ago? Yes. Awesome. We're not capturing any of this. Donnie, you're not getting this on your phone, are you? <laughs>